Welcome everyone to another episode of Football Armchair Experts where we pretend to know everything but actually we know nothing. Of course, this week is the last week of the Premier League. Two match weeks this week. So we'll be having one episode in midweek as well as one episode coming up later in the week as well. So that's dedication from us for you viewers and listeners. Of course, the fans will also be returning into stadiums these last two match weeks. Manchester City, of course, were already crowned Premier League champions and the relegation places were already decided. So this episode will be have a major focus on the top four race as well as the reaction to the FA Cup final last weekend. Uh, here to give us their reactions, Liverpool fan Inran, Chelsea fan Robin, uh, Newcastle fan Manjun and I myself, Mark, I'm a Fulham fan. So, of course, without further ado, let's start with the Match Week 37 preview. Leicester City have won their first ever FA Cup. It was, of course, their first final since 1969. Uh, Yuri Tillemans. Uh, scoring a screamer from outside the box uh, to steal the win for Leicester. I'm sure that Robin watched the game. So let's get <laughs> mm-hmm. his first yep. reaction to Chelsea's loss. Now it's now back-to-back FA Cup final losses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both are equally disappointing. But I can't say that you know, either team deserve to win outright. So, But I, I don't hate Leicester for, for winning it. After seeing their celebrations, I feel okay lah. <laughs> I'm Give very them. touched. Yeah, I was quite emotional for them. I feel very happy for them. But it's because Chelsea didn't really turn up on a day until maybe the last 20 minutes. But by then, it was too late. And then Kasper Schmeichel was really world-class on the day. Uh, on any other day, we could have probably snatched the win uh, with Mason Mount's effort and then the VAR offside goal. Mm, oh, I was, cheering, I was cheering like mad. You know? Then oh, when the VAR came out... <laughs> Get it out of our game, man. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Just based on this one game. Uh. No, I mean, in general, I'd rather have the human error controversy around if VAR is going to be like that. Lah. Plus, VAR is not always 100% correct. So, it's very frustrating. Even for Tillemann's goal, the lead up to it, there was a argument of handball in, I think, Ayosi Perez interception. Yeah, but that was very strange ruling because they said it wasn't uh, immediately leading up to the goal. But how much more immediate can it be, right? Uh, it's just one pass away after that handball deflection. So, dubious to me. To me, very dubious. But Chelsea just didn't perform well for no, too much of the game. And then we paid the price uh, with one sensational strike from nowhere. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, oh no. He, he looked like he struck it too well. It's almost like Steven Gerrard's one against West Ham. That kind of feeling. The moment you left the boot, uh, you kind of know it's going. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, a good top goal. Corner, I think. A little sad, very disappointed. But I don't know if I can blame Tuchel for it or it's just the team's mentality's flaw. I think that there's a lot of talk about the Chelsea mentality these days uh, since the Arsenal defeat again. Mm. Uh, them being distracted, them not being up for it or focused enough uh, to come up with a consistently good performance. It's quite weird because it's a cup final. You shouldn't need extra motivation as a professional uh, to, to be up for a final. Plus, I mean, the fans were back for that game. Uh, but it felt like only Leicester fans were back. <laughs> when they showed the Chelsea side, it was really, really quiet. So that was quite concerning also. I was about to say, uh, but this kind of thing is very hard to judge in the finals. Right? I think in general, final games, like games in finals tend to be a bit scrappier, a bit less... Yeah. Sweet, right? It's like both sides will be I, I guess like nervous and like tense and what right. So mm. so so a lot of times you don't really play your full potential. It's just which 
it's just usually the better side will win, right? But if you are generally an even side, I think it's just going to be scrappy and like who gets the, in this case, I don't know, world class slash lucky goal, then you just win the game. <laughs> I mean, it's, I think it's the same for Champions League finals as well. It's like you don't really see good Champions League finals in general, right? Because both sides are always so nervous and all that. Yeah, it usually comes down to like one moment of brilliance, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I guess if you ask Chelsea fans before this run of fixtures, right, which one they would rather get, you know, Champions League, Top 4 and FA Cup Final. In a sense, I think there was a little bit Champions of the, you know, la, F- yeah, of course, hell? FA yeah, Cup was the least priority. La, and maybe perhaps the players felt that also, like, I, I don't know, it felt like they didn't really want to go for this FA Cup Final. And then they realised, you know, actually, you know, after they went behind against Leicester, like, oh, okay, actually, you know, this psychological effect of a loss would also be a damaging issue. La. So they, they end up going for it in the last 20-30 minutes. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, overall, I don't know about Manjun. La. I I didn't watch the game. I went to go and because I was quite uh, maybe dismissive of Leicester's chances because they weren't exactly playing very well the last few games. <laughs> so I, ex- I actually expected Chelsea to win. But I did go and watch like the celebrations and all that. Like, you know, it's, it's nice to see I, I think not really doing Leicester a disservice by saying they're not exactly a big team, you know, managing to win their first ever FA Cup final. You know, Jamie Vardy, probably this will be like his last chance to get silverware and all that. It's, it's a nice feeling to see all these players or, you know, perhaps getting a last chance of, uh, you know, crowning this era of their of their club's history because like Wes Morgan also, probably this will be last, his last mm. season or so. I don't know, Manjun, I don't know if you watch the game or you watch the celebrations. Actually, I, I didn't even know the game was on, to be honest. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. Okay. Don't know. But I did catch the celebration. La. A bit envious. La. Like, Mike, Mike Ashley would never. <laughs> A Roman or Pamovich would never. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be the big, like, have the big boss mentality and just stay up on the stairs and start clapping their hands. Good job, good job. And that's all you'll do. I mean, I think Roman quite, quite passionate on it. Oh, I mean, oh. now he cannot go into the UK, so that's his reason for not appearing at games. But before that, he would sometimes he would appear at games also, ma. I think with his like family, some of his son, then like mm. they will celebrate. I think I think it was like, the Champions League final, all right? They were also mm. celebrating the goal and everything, like 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 any other fan. Yeah, but I don't think that like, the players would want him to come down. Yeah, he's like, much more muted than the mm. Thai guy. Oh, okay, <laughs> like, less less yeah. of a close bond to the owners, uh. Yeah, I heard like the Chelsea women's. Champions League final Roma Abramovich was in their dressing he, room. He like. went to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Horny fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> got smashed for nail though. Oh my god. Okay, so who says we don't cover women's football as well? Um, you know, but I guess in terms of uh, this psychological effect, you know, after this, you'll be fa- uh, Chelsea will be facing the exact same opponents. Now will be I guess sort of a playoff for a top four spot in a sense. Do you think that will play into into Chelsea players' minds at all? Like, in, even if it's a positive connotation, maybe they want revenge. Yeah, I think it has to. We now's the only time to build momentum. Uh, we have to win remaining two fixtures uh, left in the league. Plus, to secure top four, uh, I think it's super important. Tuchel's job technically rests on this EPL fixtures, lah. Right, I think the clause in his contract was to get top four, then we then we talk again. He won't get fired, la, So yeah, I mean he won't get. F- okay, we we don't even know though, about even that. Even though I think ESPN yeah. one of the videos is like, well, Tuko is Tuko yeah, yeah, on yeah. the line or something like that. For yeah. I mean, just last week we were talking about you know if Chelsea could manage to pull off like maybe we were counting uh, Chelsea's chickens before they were hatched a little bit, but possibly Tuko was looking you know 
like a genius, not like possibly manager of the season material. And then now just after one week, you know, that one nil uh, loss to Arsenal in midweek, suddenly potentially he could lose his job. That's a big change. No, I won't say get sacked straight away, but he'll need to prove himself again, you know, uh, and see how he rebuilds the, the spine of the team, maybe. Uh, if we're talking about mentality-wise, a little too many nice guys in the, in the squad these days. I think most of the strong characters are in the defense. Maybe Rudiger, Aspi, Thiago Silva, that's pretty much it. Jorginho seems okay, but he doesn't have the legs. La. Everyone knows it. So, Kante is a good performer, but he's not exactly a charismatic. He's part of a personality to, to, to drag the team across the line when it matters most. Like, Chelsea fans will always look back to the Drogba days, you know, Terry Lampard, <laughs> check. With good reason, uh, teams built around this spine will win you games and, and championships, tournaments like that. So that's something we lack, especially striker. I mean, we played Werner again. To Leicester's credit, I think their defensive structure was correct to counter Werner. They didn't really play very high, so Werner couldn't do much. And Werner's really off form. Uh, he's, when he got the chances, he was pretty bad. <laughs> Then, as a result of that, ZH also couldn't really make his good passes. So, ZH was quite out of the game. So, Leicester defended really well. Um, in the league, though, I think Chelsea have to channel this revenge energy into a, you know, a good win against Leicester. We need to rebuild their confidence. Ah. Mm, okay. I guess before we go through you know, Chelsea's midweek results and Leicester's midweek results or so, I guess maybe it's a good time to talk about the different connotations before we get into the actual uh, looking at the games and the preview. Of course, Leicester and Chelsea will be facing each other this coming midweek. Uh, Leicester on 66 points, Chelsea on 64, Liverpool on 63. If Liverpool win both their games, they will go on 69 points. And regardless of result for, Leicester's, uh, for Leicester and Chelsea's results, mm. Liverpool mm. will still be in the top four. I think the only way we will be out is by goal difference. Goal difference. But, but that's if like, this if it's a very big, I mean, it's like a very improbable uh, situation. Uh. So, so things are, are quite in Liverpool's, yeah, it's in Liverpool's control now, thanks to mm-hmm. Ellison's <laughs> last second header. Oh. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later because we <laughs> want to do Leicester and Chelsea first. Yes, but I know yes. you're very excited to, to talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, Leicester, I, in this, in a sense, this is a, must not lose game, whereas for Chelsea, it's a must win game. Yeah, it's, I mean, Leicester, if they don't, if it's a draw, Leicester can possibly get 70, that might be enough for Champions League already. Yeah, yeah, because the yeah. max Liverpool can get is 69. Yeah, 69. The max nice. Chelsea can get is <laughs> 70. <laughs> the, and the max Chelsea can get is 71, right? But like, either, I, the thing about Liverpool is, mm. yeah, the thing that's going for Liverpool is that Leicester must play Chelsea. So the three points can go to one go of to the Go to someone. Yeah. yeah. Can't go I mean, to both of them. Good time to have the fans back because this is at Stamford Bridge. I don't know, man. Chelsea fans aren't exactly the best <laughs> at being the 12th man, right? We, okay. we just somehow are quite passive. <laughs> like FA Cup final and eh, then the team were not very encouraging at all hopefully the fans do help give them a burst of energy especially this late in the season but it seems that Chelsea played better without fans eh, as the underdog okay. no fans yeah so maybe it's... next season you can just don't sell any tickets huh? yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't watch <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I think this game is sort of like a 50-50 right? I can go either way 
before before the FA Cup final, you'll say that Chelsea has the edge, but after the FA Cup final, I think it's quite 50-50. Ask Inran, who will you prefer or what kind of result will you prefer to get from this game? That's the thing. I, I haven't thought about that. From my, that's why I say from my perspective, it's like, you don't really care about the result. It's like any result okay. will, will favor Liverpool. But I'm thinking now, if both draw, right, and they draw like the next two games or like you draw and you lose or what, oh, then it's then good for Liverpool. Uh. Nah, don't be greedy. Uh. You should want Chelsea to lose, right? Matter. Oh, right. That, that is the easier connotation. If Chelsea lose, then it doesn't matter already. Yeah. Then yeah, you if, immediately if, fourth. Yeah. Chelsea provided lose, you, you don't lose. <laughs> no, provided we don't lose. Uh, but yeah. right, right. Of course, that one, you have to, <laughs> no, you have to live up to your own end of the bargain yeah. as well. Uh. Assuming Liverpool wins, right? You are already fourth. Then if Chelsea lose right? this game and then Liverpool draw the game, we will, we will be level on points but lower on goal difference. And then everything yeah. will be down to the last day. You're correct. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also very exciting. I mean, okay, more, then it really depends on are you looking for maximum excitement or are you looking for the safest <laughs> result that can get Liverpool there? Uh, the safest result. But, but see, that's the thing also. But you don't know which one is the safest result, right? Because the last game will be Leicester versus Spurs, which is a harder game than Chelsea versus... Correct, that's true. So, so, I, so, so maybe you want... You will, some people will prefer Leicester to lose, right? Because you know that they have a high chance of screwing up the next game also, so they will drop out of the top four. Eh? So, mm. like, That's possible. It's like, it's like you cannot bank on Chelsea losing to Aston Villa, but you can definitely bank on Leicester losing to, to Spurs eh? or, or minimally getting a draw. Chelsea did lose to Arsenal in midweek. I think oh, you watched that also. That was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's the first time, of course, uh, Arsenal have done the double over Chelsea since the 2003-2004 season. Also the first <laughs> Arsenal win at Stamford Bridge since 2011. Oh, it's been 10 yeah. years ago. I actually remember <laughs> that scoreline at Robin Van Persie hat-trick. Yeah, oh my god, yes. <laughs> why uh, do you even remember that? I only actually, know I don't really remember hat-trick. why I remember that. But yeah. I, I remember because it was a surprising scoreline. I think Arsenal scored 5 that day. I don't know, it was a terrible day. That's all I know. That must have been a surprising result. Yes, very. Like, I was so confident Arsenal were not going to get any goal at all. <laughs> it come out, what a toothless Chelsea again. And uh, Arsenal just got a smash and grab pretty much. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. It was, it's worrying la, that Chelsea could now, from a very strong position, end up becoming like bottle jobs. <laughs> Nothing this season. Yeah, it could become nothing. So it's a bit dangerous, uh, a bit scary. We can go into the prediction time. can start with the Chelsea fan, of course. I'm sure going for a Chelsea win. I have to. I really have to use my heart for this. Uh, okay. I'll go for a one nil Chelsea win. Liverpool fan, what do you think? I think it's going to be a draw. La. I think it's going to be... Okay. I don't think... Bo- any- Maybe Chelsea may go for it. I'm not too sure. But I know Leicester definitely won't go for it. La. They'll be happy with a draw. So... Mm. Mm. And Chelsea also don't really score a lot of goals. <laughs> so, I, th- I think 1-1 is a fair score. I don't believe Leicester won't go for it. Eh. Like, I feel if they sit back, uh, they are screwed. Eh. Well, well, no, from, from my own memory, uh. whenever Leicester they try to sit back and counter-attack, it doesn't end well. La. Like, somehow their defence isn't as strong as what mm. we think it is. Yeah. Okay. They're prone. So, if they're gonna bombard like, multiple times a game, right, high chance they will make some mistake. La. But I agree with England with the score. I think I'm going for 1-1. You know what? I'm going to choose to say that... Perhaps the FA Cup win might already give the Leicester players a bit of comfort and perhaps the fans returning might make a difference. Huh? So I'm going to go Chelsea win 2-1. Yes. <laughs> Too much champagne for Leicester. We've kept Inran uh, <laughs> control with his uh, reaction to Alisson's goal long enough. 
Uh, this is the <laughs> other game that will impact the top four. Uh, Liverpool will be facing Burnley. Liverpool's last minute goal in oh. deep in injury time mm. reaction. Uh, I think one of this belief. I think at the end, most of us are resigned. Well, like most of the fans already resigned to. Uh, it's gonna be a draw, which, I mean, all but mathematically, sort of counts us out of the race. Okay, maybe ask Manjun. Can you say that? Perhaps West Brom could have done more to prevent Allison from scoring. I mean, of course, but I don't think like this type of thing, right? You can't really comment much because, or you, or at the same time, you can't really blame the defense much because perhaps if if like end of the day, if you if if it's the last king of the game, the last play of the game, you happen to push everyone up, then then I would say. Liverpool, they are deserving of the win. Like they managed to score, because the chances of it of them scoring is higher in the end, ma. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. So and then you can't really blame West Brom for it, or maybe mm-hmm. they, they just didn't having a goalkeeper up there, lah. The final kill the game. Most of the time, when the keeper's inside, right, it's not really to score; it's to draw the defenders away from the other players, right? Because you right. expect the other players to be more efficient in like scoring the goal than the keeper. So it's like if you waste mm-hmm. one person, go and mark the keeper, then then you let someone else score, then what's the point? It's a, it's a diversion only. And that was what Ellison was going for. He said like he went up, he was hoping to draw like the defenders away. Then he ran, then he ran, no one following him. <laughs> yeah, and, and obviously the keepers don't train their haters, right? So, so you expect even if the keeper reached the freaking ball, right, you won't, he won't direct it in such a way that like number one is probably going to be off target. And even if it's on target, it should be an easy save. Right? Like nobody would expect the keeper to direct the ball to like the other side of the goal, like near the corner there. And it's like, well, like some... Very professionally taken header. Alisson is the sixth goalkeeper to score in the Premier League. This is probably the most consequential of the six. And probably the nicest of the six as well. I mean, I don't know if you remember any of the other goalkeepers I think Paul Robinson's goal quite nice as well. Oh, that's, his was a free <laughs> kick. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, and they were saying how this is like the, the only headed goal. Or... Maybe taking the emotion out of the you know the last minute goal, Alisson scoring, the, the bewilderment of the, the whole situation. Was it a good performance by Liverpool though that, that would make you confident that you can close out with wins against Burnley and Palace? No lah. If you need a last-minute goal by your keeper to win the game, how is that convincing against a side that's already relegated? Although I must say that Liverpool didn't play badly, but as usual, it's like they've like they been uh, wasteful in front of the goal and it's the same in this case. Lah. Like hitting the bar and like they have so many shots on target right? where it's like relatively open one and then they just hit it like not even on target like Trent did, Trent did it a few times like he would actually carry the ball forward himself quite well cut through the defense and then do like all these feints and all that and then he's open right then he will shoot with his weak foot and then it will just fly over it happened like twice will you be confident with Liverpool against Burnley this is probably if you were to compare Burnley and Palace probably the harder game of the two to most people Burnley is like always a hard place to go even though technically they are below Crystal Palace in the in the standings, mm. right? But every time people mention Burnley, they're like, oh yeah, you'll be prepared for a very tough physical game. It's a bit safer on Liverpool's side, right? Because if they're not looking to really counter you a lot, they just like, want to defend and defend, then it's very easy for you to take control of the game. And then it's in your hands whether you can score or not, like to cut through them and all that, right? I mean, as a Liverpool fan, I have no choice but to, to have faith. Like, because if this one is really in your hands, if you don't get into the top four, you cannot blame anyone else. Really. Possible sign that things are lining up Liverpool's way. You'd be surprised that Burnley, you know, even though you said you know, Burnley is a tough place to go, can't be that tough. They are now winless at home in nine games. Nick Pope 
has also gotten an injury. So Manjun's favorite uh, goalkeeper Bailey Peacock Farrell will be <laughs> starting. Oh, that's good news. That's good news. I think that increases our chance quite a lot, right? Because Nick Pope is Nick Pope is really quite a quite a good keeper, and and I would think Captain Burnley in a lot of the games. Yeah, of course, Jurgen Klopp now you know other than his uh, first time win at uh, Old Trafford, it was also his first time beating Big Sam. <laughs> uh, so it's taken an Allison goal to finally end that record. Yeah, we can start off with the predictions. We can start with the Liverpool fan now. Even though goal difference is sort of important now, but I think it will be 2-1. And I think Mane is definitely not in, in, in good form. Uh. And then Jota's out for the rest of the season. Rest maybe. of the season, yeah. Jota's I was quite out. surprised with that also. Yeah, oh, I, I actually thought that in the West Brom game, like, Mane was the problem. Uh. Like he was like he couldn't link up with any of the other the other players like very well. A bit, I guess, trying too hard. Like he has his he has his moment, but like it feels like he's like a bit out of it though because it, like he was saying how this is like his worst season and it's like something's wrong and then it's like his confidence is probably at an all-time low now. And with this case, it's like the moment it happens to you and you try too hard, right? It's, it's just going to be downhill from there. Right? Talking about uh, clubs with players trying too hard, uh, I guess we can go to a Chelsea fan. That transition. Damn it. <laughs> Okay, as much as I hate it, uh, I think Liverpool will win 2 0. I mean, bless my man, uh, Bailey Peacock Farrell. I think he started four games for Burnley <laughs> and he has considered 14 fucking goals. <laughs> so I don't know. So I don't know his Burnley's defense. I mean, they are supposed to be good, right? Their defense. Well, but apparently, not, not so. Eh. Like this season, like James Tarkovsky and Ben Mee, I don't think they're very good, actually. Like, I remember they were touted to be like, oh, these two pairing can be the best in England, you know what I mean? Because they do so well for their club. And they can do the same for the club, for, for the country. Actually, I don't, I don't think Burnley will put a fight eh, in this game, to be honest. I think they just sit back. Yeah, I don't want to think uh, Robin's favourite, Chris Wood, will ever do anything or so. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go for a 3 nil, 3 nil Liverpool. You know, Burnley have been very, I think probably the most unpredictable team in the Premier League this season. Yeah. <laughs> okay, win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. Yeah. So I go for a very surprising. No, I don't think so. I, I mean, if Liverpool lose this game, right? Wow. You can carry on the pattern. Uh, their trend lose, win, lose, win, lose. Uh. Fun, you know, I, I think <laughs> the, the, the way in which they got their winner against West Brom, surely this must give them, this give them confidence. Like, you know, this is meant to be that kind of thing. It could also give Burnley confidence. <laughs> really? Why would, why would it give Burnley confidence? That if West Brom can hold out and almost get a 1 1. Oh. Why not we? <laughs> I guess maybe I, uh, I, I, I don't. I somehow don't see it. Like, I think. I think we'll see Ellison come running up in the last uh, in the last second again. <laughs> <laughs> two goals in two matches. Uh. Then yeah. we're talking about inform strikers. Might as well just play up front already. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go. Same Liverpool win also, but one nil. Well, I think we drink it already. Every time all of us predict Liverpool win, already right? they come on like drop points. <laughs> I'll settle for a draw. Don't need to lose. Enough about top four. We'll be talking about something a bit less important than the top four. It'll be the Europa League race. First, 59 points. West Ham, 59 points. Everton, 56 points. And even though we wrote them off, Arsenal, 55 points. It's still technically possible, but you'll need a very unlikely (laughs) sequence of events. uh. Okay. (laughs) I guess, yeah, we can start first with West Ham against West Brom. Uh, I can start with Manjun. Will Big Sam do it against West Ham? Now after, you know we're putting so much faith in Big Sam and his stupid tactics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. You know what I mean? He's, I think David Boyce better pull up his, pull, pull up his pants a bit. I think they better get a win here. I feel the least they could do is at least qualify for Europa League. If not, it might be deemed as a bad season for them. Now it looks like it. Like they won't even qualify for Europa League. 
likely is the Europa Conference League. And who wants to go for that? But yeah. that right? yeah, it's what? to allow all the all the Cyprus teams to play, uh, I know. Right, all those right. kind of things. Yeah. yeah. But how do you even get advertising revenue from that? You don't. You just play for <laughs> I think maybe, or, like, maybe from you have five yeah. teams from the top five leagues. La. So that's something. So I will expand to win. West Brom no. La. I I like it's been so many weeks since we thought they were like come up for a win. Like pull some magical win out of their pants, but no la. it hasn't happened. Go go for a low win, uh West Ham one new. Oh, okay. Very uh, pants heavy. Analysis there. I think West Ham haven't. I don't know why. Even their game against Brighton also. Yes, they sort of had the better chances also, but it didn't look like they were really very convincing there. Eh? And West Brom, yes, I mean they lost last minute to to Liverpool. But what can you do about those kind of goals? You know, I'm gonna go West Brom win. West Brom two one. I think it's gonna be a West Ham win because I think I don't know why leh, But all these kind of like lower team try whenever they play Liverpool, they're very up for the game on eh? It's like. And and I think it's also part of partly because you're like oh we can like affect the like something in the table right like some so it may be like a uh like iconic game or whatever mm. if they like it's like to them there's something a little bit of something to play for and I think the other mindset is more of like oh if you are not in your A game you are gonna get steamrolled by the big teams right? mm. so usually usually these teams will be more up for the game against the big teams right like shit we don't want to to kinda like whack, whack too hard. But I think against West Ham, they'll maybe be a bit more open, like go for it a little bit more. It's like more of an even playing field. Mm-hmm. And, and it, but in this case, West Ham will be more motivated. Lah. West Brom, to them, is just another game. Like, you're not playing really playing a big team. There's like nothing you can really, nothing you're really playing for at this point. So I think it's going to be an easy West Ham win 3-1. The first appearance of a 3-1 this episode. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll go for a 2-1, but a West Ham win instead. Okay. Hmm. Uh, next up is uh, Spurs versus Aston Villa. Uh, possibly, you know, at a, before we started our show, uh, Irwin was still telling us it might be possible that Spurs would end up in the top four. Very, very unlikely sequence of results for that to happen. You know, but, you know, maybe if that will happen, well, Ryan Mason get the job full-timer. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. Oh, God. Maybe this is a straightforward game. I don't know, eh. Like Spurs, they are so inconsistent, right? I can't even be like... 30% confident that they will win this game. Eh? Yeah, I, I think Spurs are screwed up here. La. It's not like they have any chance of like qualifying for Champions League or so. La. So why even, right? Uh, I'm going to go for 2-1. Villa win. Same result, but Spurs instead. So Spurs 2-1. Yeah, I think I'll go for a Spurs win. I think uh, 2-0. Spurs 2-1. I guess maybe the shock of the weekend was that Everton lost 1-0 to Sheffield United. We were all still joking about it last week. We weren't even saying Sheffield United were to score. We were, we were picking like 1-0, 2-0, 3-0. Someone even went foolishly for 4-0. <laughs> Making us look like we really don't know anything. Um, Everton have had a very poor home record and this is, of course, their last home game of the season. They will have fans. Perhaps that might change things. Everton are home against Wolves. I'm more surprised that, that, uh, that who scored for Sheffield Bedding then, then the loss is who the hell is Daniel Jamison? Like he's, <laughs> Daniel Jamison, like, he's a new, new kid, right? He has a fifty percent like conversion rate now. You think about it, better than Ryan <laughs> Brewster. So that, that's the first thing I think of, was on my mind. That's true. Yeah. Like they started him over Ryan Brewster. Like, how how low can Ryan Brewster get really? I'm sorry, his career is over. I just want to say. <laughs> I mean, you you can get someone from the academy. You can, you can do a better job than him. Yeah, he affected by your power rankings. <laughs> affected <laughs> confidence. <laughs> It is true, eh? you know. If you still have your power rankings, right? Daniel Jebison will be the new entry. Well, <laughs> the youngest scorer in the Premier League, is it? Yeah, uh, youngest ever to score on his first start. Mm, in the uh, debut, yeah. 
But why everyone was screwed? I don't understand though. They like they almost have like a full team. Like the core is back. Mm. So like, what the fuck are even losing to Sheffield? To be honest, I don't know. Yeah, I think in the post uh, game interview, Carlo Ancelotti's uh, eyebrow went so high. I think he's almost gonna drop off his face already. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think Everton draw that one one. Everton one nil. Yeah, I'm gonna go for Everton one nil also. Okay, I'm gonna go Everton two nil. Arsenal will be facing Crystal Palace. I mean, after I watched that Crystal Palace Villa game, right? Like if the same Palace comes out, I think Arsenal might lose this game. Eh? Yeah. But then you, that game you never know, lah. With Crystal Palace. Yeah, Christian oh. Benteke now in form. Eh? Three goals in three games. Now he has nine goals this season. <laughs> not bad. I can hit double digit for any of no. the other lower level clubs. It's not bad. Eh? Yeah, maybe I go for a draw for this one. Eh? Like, I don't think Christian okay. players will perform as well as they did against Villa. Mm, I go for a 1-1 draw. Wouldn't it be funny if Arsenal go into the European Conference League? What would be the funniest <laughs> joke ever? Eh? I just want to say. What position is that? Eh? Seventh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going think, to go, yeah. you know, I'm going to make it my mission to make Arsenal 7th in the table so they qualify for the European Conference League. So I'm going to go Arsenal 1-0 win against Palace. <laughs> yeah, that would be more funny than them not having European football. Right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, new you, competition. You, eh. But you cannot break the break the streak anymore. Eh. Oh, that's true. Mm. <laughs> so technically, they open up a new competition just for Arsenal. Lah. <laughs> they tried with the Super League. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but they failed, so I have to go to the conference. Oh my god. The even the name sounds like shit. Eh. Conference. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's 0 0. Boring game. I'm going to go for a Crystal Palace upset. 1 0 wow. Crystal Palace. Let's go. So Arsenal not even to get Conference League. Huh? I think by the looks of it, right? Like if Arsenal really get Conference League, if they finish 7, then. Yeah, good old rivals Villarreal will be there also. <laughs> possible. Yeah, yeah. possible. Well, then another good evening that'll be. Uh. <laughs> then probably Roma will be there also, so Mourinho can join him. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. I think I'll, I'll see how to watch it. Eh. Oh my. But that's true. Uh. Roma look like they will finish yeah, seven. Seven or so, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Eh. Everything's all planned well. The last four games, nothing much to write on. I think we can breeze past these four games unless anybody has anything to say. Uh, Man City, of course, newly minted Premier League champions. Uh, they beat Newcastle four three last weekend. How how will Man City approach this game? Will they like play full squad? Will they rest players? I think rest the rest players for the remaining of the game really. Uh. You don't want to risk in getting anyone getting injured. Uh. Play the B team, I think 2-1 to Man City. I mean, they've already started Scott Carson, his first game. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what, a 40-year-old? Still so much money, but can't fix his teeth. But what the fuck? But okay. Th- th- 35, I think. Is it? Oh, 35, okay. Mm. I think Man City might play a stronger team in the final game week. So there's just enough time to warm up oh. and then get mm. match, be really sharp for the Champions League final. So this one will be a definitely weaker team. But I still think it'll be quite a comfortable win against Brighton. Mm. I will go for a 2-0 City win. Same, I will go 2-0 Man City also. I'm going for 1-0 Man City. Manchester United will wrap up their... Maybe there will be a protest here also. This is an Old Trafford game. Manchester United <laughs> will be against Fulham. I'm going to go for a big score here. I think many will trash us. Wow, Our 18-year-old uh, Fabio Cavallo did score against Southampton. Uh, he's the third youngest uh, Premier League scorer this season. Of course, behind uh, Daniel Javison we've already mentioned and uh, Fabio Silva. But yeah, I think um, Scott Parker was leaving quite a lot of our lone players out just to get the, the players that will be with us in the championship to get a few uh, minutes in the Premier League. Um, I'm going to go, how high will this be? Menu 4-0. <laughs> oh my God, Mark, it's so sad to see you like this. Eh? <laughs> I think maybe, yeah, like, maybe like five, five, six, seven weeks ago, you were, you were like so hopeful. 
I mean, yeah. that, I mean it's it over already, but there is no more hope already. Uh, Oh. Menu always need Even to go a go. Really adopting this new three one attack thing. Uh. Yeah, I think Menu always need to go uh, go down first, right? Then they will come back. Uh. Yeah, that's why Liverpool won, uh, cause we let them score first. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn it! That's that was my mistake. We went ahead the yeah. our our corresponding fixture also. <laughs> this one, if uh, if you watch the game and Fulham score first, just shut the computer off, shall we, lah? Maybe Man U will play Ahmad and Ilanga again. My two favorite. Not possible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why are they your favorite? <laughs> I just love people's names. Two new Man U. Okay, honestly, it doesn't make a difference. But okay. <laughs> uh, Robin. I think Man U might play the stronger team here, given the timeline oh. to Europa Finals about a week, hmm. right? Rather than Sunday, where you only have like three days rest plus traveling. Oh, to it's week. midweek. Ah, uh, Europa League final. I think so. Like it's a weird timing one, uh. A few oh, days before Mason Greenwood's on form. I think it'll be two 0 though. Uh, Fulham, of course, last time I lost against Southampton. Uh, of course, they also had a youngster score his first goal for his club, Nathan Teller. So I guess you had to get used to all these new names suddenly. Everybody who has nothing to play uh, for. The old generation is gone, guys. This is a new generation coming. You're <laughs> <laughs> getting old. Two new lead. Rafinha's back at a good time. Uh, I will go for a three-one leads. Leeds 2-1 against Southampton. No, I haven't gone for Southampton win in years. La. So maybe I will... <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maybe I'll go for Southampton win. Maybe I'll go for 2-0 Southampton win. Manager of the month, Steve Bruce. And this is official, by the way. I didn't even know he yeah, got I manager know. of the month. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they were saying like... They were saying like, oh, this like manager of the month brought us from 17 place to 17 place. Still manager of the month. <laughs> Don't know how he does it. Last but not least, could Sheffield United do the double over Newcastle? <laughs> I think this one really the it's the last and the least game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, no one cares. I, I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. um, for me, if Callum Wilson is like he won't be there, so there's no point watching this game. So, but there's Daniel Jabison. Uh. Oh, there's Daniel Jabison. Uh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Willock. That's true, that's true, that's true. Oh yeah, about Joe Willock. Wow, now he's like what five five goals in five games, right? Who yeah, the fuck is Ryan Brewster? You can get yeah. Joe Willock for free. But, uh, again, what the hell? He's the, the youngest guy. player to score five games in a row since uh, Jose Antonio Reyes, if you remember who he is at Arsenal. Holy moly. If, wow. if only it wasn't English, eh, then his price wouldn't be so fucking inflated. Eh. <laughs> we look, he's on loan. He, he's on yeah. loan. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think he'll want to join Newcastle. Yeah. If, if, he, if he goes back to Arsenal, he can play Europa League next season. Eh. Sorry, Europa Conference League next season. Conference League. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Brewster breaks his duck here. Eh. But yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go for 2 new Newcastle. It should be Newcastle win. Lah. One new, one new. You know, won't it be the most Steve Bruce thing ever? Manager of the month and then he's going to be Then he was sitting and said, oh, they're on good form, they beat Everton. Wow, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you wow. know what? I'm going to go for Sheffield United win. 2-1. Wow, the double over Newcastle this season. <laughs> yeah, wow, I'll go for Newcastle sense. win instead. 2-1. Uh. I don't know if you saw the, the scores yesterday from La Liga, but Atletico when uh, they trailed to Osasuna, I think, for quite a few minutes, Real Madrid were top. And then they, attacks, they had a last-minute yeah. comeback. Uh. I almost had to take But well. You see, I, 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 I didn't check the score twice. I checked at the 80th minute and I checked at the 90th minute. What oh, the fuck? The goals the big, 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 big difference. Uh, that I think I had to take you. What the shit? But okay. Oh, good job, good job. Luis Suarez of all people. Yeah. Uh, Barcelona, oh, oh, Barcelona is like, oh. well, Barcelona, I mean, they didn't at no point in the. I think they went behind to Celta Vigo very early on. So at no point were they like in the conversation already. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they sold Suarez to Atletico. Oh. That's the main reason for why Atletico is above them now. 
Cause he's been yeah, like doing pretty well over there. And then now they want to buy like Sergio Aguero who's the same age when they unloaded uh oh, yeah, Suarez yeah. who they say is too old and then now want to get Sergio Aguero because he's Messi's best friend. I don't know. So cute, yeah. Then, they, hands. Yeah, then they can cool. be the two front men hold hands also. La. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but I guess Atletico's title to lose. La. I think yeah. they are facing what are they facing last game? Real Valladolid. Valladolid. Yeah. Yeah. Real Madrid facing Villarreal. I said, oh my god. Oh, wow. Oh my god. The team you don't well, have Everybody, now. everything leads back to Unai Emery. He <laughs> <laughs> was the key to everyone's qualification. <laughs> <laughs> Is Manu in for a striker also? It's just whether they yeah. will sign another Dutt law, maybe join the Fred and McDominay or this kind of group. Yeah. McFred. <laughs> McFred. <laughs> you combine the two, it's the ultimate box to box video player. McFred. <laughs> That's what people calling them in the comments. <laughs> McFred. Yeah, yeah. But when does the Euro start? June is it? June is the second week of June. Oh, oh it's still very, very fast. Like one more month. Right? Yeah, yeah. Before so, you, you came on, we were saying like we only got one week break. Right? We only got one week break. <laughs> if we want to do Euros, we only got one week break. We put in as much hours as the players. Eh? <laughs> wow. Uh, speaking of corps, sorry, speaking of international corps. Okay. I don't know where this is going, but. I think you know where he's going. What, the Laporte Singapore one? has caught oh, up, no. has caught up <laughs> four players from Alcon United. That's what I say. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they are, but then, yeah. Oh, for what? <laughs> What's happening now? We some... have international games, man. Go, 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 go. Go, go, go. Wow. Let me find out what, what game is it. I got, it but I got it right here. All our listeners and viewers are on the edge of their seat. <laughs> Cannot wait. Which game is this? It's the state of our national football. We don't care. <laughs> oh, they got upcoming World Cup qualifier. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's just as a whole. It's for the World Cup qualifiers and for the Asian Cup qualifiers. Hey, <laughs> 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 it might sound like a funny question, right? But it's actually possible. Eh? 50 year old. Yeah, break, right? like 50, yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, viewers and listeners, we will be doing another episode to round up the Premier League season. Of course, there'll be one coming out for Match Week 38 as well. Hopefully, you enjoyed our preview for Match Week 37. Even though we know nothing, hopefully, today you've learned something. We'll see you again in a few days' time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.